to you on Fellowship Day 206. It's a bright, shiny Monday morning. I've had a fantastic start to the day. We had uh, one of our recently departed master's student who hails from Malta come back to the dear green place of Glasgow for uh, her graduation to give me a hardbound copy of her thesis. So, yeah, whatever else happens today, that's been an absolute highlight, the icing on the cake of what actually was a really interesting project to take the technology our team are developing and move it into a new area. Anyway, anyway, I say that out of excitement, but not really why I wanted to talk to you this morning. I'm recording this a few days after Remembrance Sunday, in fact, the day after Remembrance Sunday, a few days after uh, Armistice Day, the 11th of November, which in the UK and several other countries the world over is noted as the day of reflection to stop, think and remember all those fallen in wartime. People have various approaches to this sort of day. It's not recognised everywhere, but what is recognised everywhere is that you know, war has affected everyone, whether you know it or not, in your place and time, uh, may have been afforded by uh, a lot of horrible atrocities and unfortunate whims of history that have gone before you, that had you been born at any other time, you might have been a part of. That's a long way of saying... I come to this from a perspective of gratitude more than anything. Uh, this is 2021. When Remembrance Day came along last year, last year was actually the first time I'd actually really stopped during the working day to you know turn on a live stream of uh, one of the services and to observe a two-minute silence that is traditionally set at uh, 11 a.m. on the 11th of November. And quite unexpectedly, I, I shed tears. And I know this hopelessly sounds like virtue signaling. Um, to who and what that signal is, I don't know, whatever. Um, take it as you wish. But at, at the reason that that happened, I'm not entirely sure. I know part of it was gratitude, just the um, overwhelming thanks I have to be alive now, working now, contributing now, rather than a hundred years ago when the lives of so many were so different compared to what a lot of us have now. And how this links to fellowships is, you know, of all the things that you can do to manage the toughest days, the darkest times in research, the moments where nothing seems to work and you wonder whether or not you are good enough to be here. Uh, times of gratitude, I think, can really be another tool, another reinforcing motivator to help you push through because the gratitude, I feel at least, is one where it makes me want to go for it and research and work because I've been 
given the opportunity to do that, not just by the obvious application and, and work to get a fellowship that, you know, that myself and a lot of others have got, but just the place and time for all the ducks to have lined up uh, on the dimensions that I can't control that make this in any way possible. I was actually hoping to make this a short recording because what I want to do is read for you a very, very short blog post I put out last year on the privilege of remembrance and what I think it means and how I have taken that on board to help as a periodic gratitude-based reminder of why I should keep going, keep going, keep going and use this time that I have to the very best of my ability. So without further ado, please enjoy, please reflect on uh, this reading of my article, The Privilege of Remembrance. Quote, Don't be content with things as they are. The earth is yours and the fullness thereof. Enter upon your inheritance, accept your responsibilities. That was a quote from Winston Churchill, author and British Prime Minister during World War II. Wealth remembrance is first and foremost a chance to mourn and mend. It is so much more. Remembrance ensures that when the last of those involved in the event have left us, a timeless opportunity remains. When ceremonies can't be attended, they can be recorded. The sorrow that connects us can cross our screens, even if that same sorrow cannot be consoled in a physical embrace. It's not all melancholy. The lowered heads, the silence fallen, the singular tear, the brass salute, it all carries thanks as well as lament. Whatever is being commemorated, whether it's painful to you or passive, whether you agree with the story behind the salutes or not, there is a privilege for which to be grateful. None of the names etched on the stone are yours. The air you draw is warmed by lungs that might never have been. The tears you shed could so easily have been puddled water. You're here. Those remembered are not. Time has given you the present. Dare to inherit it. See you again soon for another episode of the Read Indeed podcast. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head over to the website where not only will you find the written blog versions of these podcasts, you'll find my leadership blog series, the daily thought series, and information about my book on managing the imposter phenomenon. We also have even more free resources and webinars linked to the YouTube channel. So head on over 
dr-mark-reed.com. That's dr-mark with a c-reid.com. Thanks again for listening.